You're listening to Faith with Friends podcast, where we talk about faith, relationships, and spiritual growth. Welcome to our circle and the conversation where we seek to know God and make Him known. Now, here's your host, Lisa Lorenzo. Hey, friends, welcome back. I wonder how many of you struggle with a morning routine and desire to know God and to wake up in the morning early and do things that set the day on correct, but struggle. Well, today is for you because I am joined by my beautiful friend, Melinda Gonzalez. Hello, Mel. Hi, everyone. I'm so happy to be here. Today, we're going to be talking about how to not only make a plan, but put it into work so that you can set yourself up for spiritual success every day. Okay, well, I'll tell you about two different ways my mornings can go. I, on the mornings that I do keep to my plan and I get up when I set my alarm and I spend time with the Lord, those days are the days where I feel the most peace. I feel the most connection to God. I feel, um, I go to bed without any regrets because I feel that I was my best self. But then there are those mornings that I push my snooze button Two or three times, I get up in a rush to start the day, and I'm not prioritizing God. I'd rather focus on those days where I really am dedicated to waking up early and spending time with the Lord. Spending time with the Lord in the morning can be as simple as waking up and saying, Jesus, I invite you into this day. I invite you to control my words and my thoughts. I invite you to shine your light through me to others. I invite you to show me people that I can touch and speak to that need my help. I invite you to be a part of this entire day. That's on those days where I know I need to spend time with him, but I, I've got a busy morning. Then there are the days where I actually get up and I journal. And when I say journal, it means that, that I really pour out my thoughts to the Lord. I make a plan for the day. I write my prayer requests down, things that are on my mind and on my heart. I read through his word and I sit quietly and wait for him to speak to me, to calm my heart, to make the verse come alive. Um, Those are the kind of, you know, morning routines that if implemented on a daily basis or even just in a consistent basis, let's not say daily because we all have days that come up where we just don't have time, but on a consistent basis, they're life-changing. I love Mark 135. It says very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up. He left the house and went to a solitary place where he prayed. Jesus taught us that expectation to wake up early. A lot of people say, I like doing my devotionals in the evening. And who knows? Like, I don't know how your life goes. I like to do it in the morning because I know the day ahead of me might be complicated and I want to be prepared. But Jesus gave the example of waking up early when it was still dark outside. He got alone with his father. Spend time praying and talking to God about the day before him, about the day yesterday, about the problems on his heart. And I think that's such a great place to start when we wake up and recognize, no, nobody's going to be perfect. Nobody's going to, our plan is never going to be perfect, but we make an effort to wake up in the morning and make our first priority spending time with God. And I think even just as simple as when you get up while you're brushing your teeth, play worship music. Let, let the worship music take your day to a place and start the day focusing on God. You know, and it's also like 
I love to set the tone in my home for my family, for my kids before they're leaving for school. So my morning routine, sometimes I might lay in bed and invite the Lord into my day and say a short prayer. But th and then I've got to get downstairs to get breakfast ready and the day going for my kids who are going to be leaving for school. But you're right. I turn on worship music. I have a playlist of inspirational songs. I put that on so it's blaring in the speakers when the kids come down to the kitchen. I light some candles on the breakfast table. And if they will indulge me, not every morning they will, I have a devotion book that I keep on the kitchen table. I'll open it up to that day and I'll read a devotion from that day and say a prayer with the kids. So it's establishing routines for ourselves, but also for our families and setting the tone in our home. And, you know, I'm, I'm teaching my kids that you need to honor the Lord in the morning, start your day in prayer. They have a big test coming up. Pray in the morning for the Lord to give you wisdom and discernment to help you retrieve all the knowledge that you took in while you were studying and while your teachers were lecturing. That information is there in your brain and the Lord has the power to help you retrieve it. Ask him. It's all about asking him for what we need, asking him to be part of our day. He, he finds so much joy in listening to his children talk to him and petition him and ask him to be part of their lives. There's nothing too big or too small. And Psalm 5.3 says that in the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. And in the morning, I can lay my request before you and wait expectantly. So instead of waking up and thinking, I have so much to do, I don't know what's going to happen today. And what if this happens and thinking about all the things that can go wrong, we set our expectations on hearing from God and seeing his hand move in our lives and in the lives of those people that we love. I agree. And just simply the act of asking him something and then waiting on it, we open our eyes to all that he's doing. I mean, there are small miracles that happen throughout the day. And sometimes we're so busy that we miss them. But when you when you're connected to the Lord and you're one in spirit with him, then you start to recognize all the ways that he's actually working in your life. And it just, it, it fills you with hope and with peace. And there's a verse that actually goes along with this. It says, but whoever is united with the Lord is one with him in spirit. And that's first Corinthians six seventeen. So you become united with the Lord in purpose and in vision, when you spend time with him, when you pray, when you read a verse and you sit quietly and you think about that verse and, and what's he trying to tell you and teach you, that's how we unite ourselves with the Lord. And that's how we get the most out of every day. Right. And if you're reading the Bible every day, which I hope you are, but if you're not, you can start today. The best way to read the Bible is to have a plan. If you sit down with this ginormous book full of mysteries, right? <laughs> And you just open it and read anywhere, chances are you're not going to really be able to connect and understand and learn from it. So we want to talk a little bit about how to have a plan. You can Google Bible reading plan. We offer one for free. If you go to our Instagram page and you go to the bio, which is just a few little words underneath the logo, there's a link. If you click that link, it'll take you to a page that says freebie. And if you click on the freebie, you put your email and immediately you download 
a Bible reading plan. Now, this Bible reading plan is simple and short. You can read each day. The longest day is maybe six minutes, seven minutes. The shortest day is just one verse, but it gives you something to read every day. For this month, we're in February. It, they're all verses about God's love and our love and what it should look like. And then there's an accompanying outline that you can print and it asks you a question for each of those verses. So you're not just reading a verse, but you're thinking about it and meditating on it. And I love what you said, Mel, about journaling. So now you have your Bible reading plan and now you have the questions that really have you meditate on it, but pull out a steno pad or a spiral, write down the date, write down the verse. If it's a long verse, find one short verse, one, one sentence that touched you or that you're curious about, or you find inspiring and write it down and then answer the questions. Look for your own questions. What does this say about God? What does it say about me? Is there a sin that I need to confess? Is there something I'm praying for a promise that I need to hold on to write it down in your journal, ladies and gentlemen, wait, let me take that part out. We're talking about 10 minutes of your day that you can spend communing with God. And we're just giving you a few tools, but again, there's a Bible app and you can download one of those plans. You can invite a friend to do it with you, but have a plan. So wake up early, start your day with prayer, talking to God. Open your Bible, set it before you in a quiet place where you can hear from God, read your Bible and write down something that you found interesting from what you just read, because that'll help you not only write it on your mind, but it writes it on your heart. And the journaling can also be used for our prayers. I know I hear many people tell me that they, they try to pray from a lot of, you try to pray early in the morning and you find yourself nodding off. You try to pray late at night before you go to bed and you find yourself nodding off. If you write down your prayers in a journal, um, just the act of doing that is not gonna allow you to fall asleep. But also it's a beautiful record of God's answered prayers. I have a journal. I have long-term prayers and I have short-term prayers. A short-term prayer might be, um, Lord, protect my child from getting hurt in the football game this Friday, right? The football game comes and goes. I've written that prayer down. My son doesn't get hurt. I can check it off. Thank you. That's an answered prayer. Then there are those long-term prayers. And those long-term prayers that I have, you know, for my children's future, for their future spouse, for the college that they're going to get into, for the roommate that they're going to have in college, I mean, just any of these long-term prayers. They're in my journal, and every time I open up my journal and I look at them, I say them in my mind to the Lord, and I circle them. And some of these prayers in my journal have hundreds of little circles around them to the point where you can't really even see the words anymore. But then the beautiful thing is to go through your journal and to look at all of the ones that have a check mark next to them and a date. And it's like, wow, he answered this. He answered this. He answered this. That's just being, talking with God, putting your prayers in writing, it's just, it's a, it's a way of connecting to him and uniting your mind to his mind and reminding yourself that he's in all the details. He truly is in every detail of the day. It's a matter of looking for him and spending the time to connect with him. Right. It's making a priority. Is your priority seeking God, because the Bible tells us throughout the Bible, seek and you will find come to me. And I will tell you unsearchable things like God is not trying to keep secrets. He's trying to teach us. He wants us to grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus. Right. 
Jesus says, I stand at the door and knock. And whoever opens the door, I will come in and I will eat with them. I mean, how beautiful. He's standing there. He's just waiting for us to open the doors of our hearts and to open the doors of our minds. And back then in Jesus's time, sharing a meal with somebody was a very, very intimate act. You shared meals with people that you truly, truly you know, cared about. And they were, it was, it was a special event, a daily meal, a daily lunch, daily dinner. I don't like that part. Take it out. Okay. Um, so Jesus says, I stand at the door and knock. If you open it, I will come in and sit down with you and eat with you. I mean, it's a beautiful visual for how intimate he wants to be with us in our lives. Yeah. Think about that for a moment. He's waiting. The, ex- the invitation is extended and he stands there and he knocks and he waits. And will you respond? And how can you respond? By worshiping him, by waking up early, spending that time. And Mel, you are great at this. I'm not so great, but daily exercising, getting outside and walking and prayer walking. If you don't know what prayer walking is, it's simply walking outside and praying and praising. So what I do is I try to each block that I walk, I try to pray for a different person. So I might, this block might be Mel's block. And I'll talk to God about all the different aspects of Mel's life and her walk with him. And then if I'm memorizing a Bible verse, that's another great way to establish a morning routine, write down one Bible verse. Maybe you start the the faith with friends, February Bible reading plan, and you pick one verse that you love. You write it down on a little piece of paper put it in the mirror where you brush your teeth. You know, you're going to be there several times a day, read it out loud, take a picture of it, have it on your phone. And when you're walking, try to memorize that verse and just keep saying it again and again and again. And one way to do that, that I've learned is say one word, then two words, then three words. So for example, Psalm 143, eight says, let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love. So I would say, let, let the, let the morning let the morning bring, let the morning bring me and so on and so on. And it reminds you that you've put your trust in him. And it it says, show me, show me the way. Listen to this for your morning devotionals. Psalm 143, eight, let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love for I have put my hope or trust in you. Show me the way I should go for to you. O Lord, I entrust my life asking God, like you said, inviting him in and then asking him, show me the way I should go today. Help me to make wise decisions that honor and glorify you. Yes, there's no better way to start your day than in the presence of your creator and your father. He loves us. We're his children. He wants the best for us. His will is better than anything that we could even imagine. But we're not going to know what his will is for our life unless we spend time with him, unless we read his word, and unless we pray and ask for him to reveal it to us. He says Absolutely. that if he, if you ask him for wisdom, he will grant it to you. And generously. It says generously. if you ask for wisdom, not only does he give it to you, if you ask with the right motives, which is seeking him because God is wisdom. God gives wisdom because he gives us his spirit because God is all knowing he is wisdom. So if you're in a part of your life or even just today that you need an extra portion of wisdom, what you need is an extra portion of God's spirit. And you get that. By spending time with him. Proverbs 8, 17 says, I love those who love me 
and those who seek me early shall find me. So God says, if you, I love those people that love me. How do you show God you love him? By obeying him. And what does he say? Seek me and find me. So when you seek him, you're obeying him. And when you seek him, you will find him. He promises he is our reward. He is our greatest reward in our lives is to have the presence of God with us always in our hearts, in our minds, guiding us and, and sanctifying us, making us more like him. Something else that can unite us with the Lord and bring us closer to him is simply praising him. You know, Lisa mentioned going on the walks and praying for different people or praying to memorize scripture. Sometimes I'll walk and I'll just look at the world around me. I'll look at a butterfly flutter or I'll look at a variety of flower that I may or may not have ever seen before. All the different colors of green that are in the grass and in the different leaves and plants. And I think, wow, like, God, you are amazing. You know, you created us um, to love you. And you, but you gave us such a beautiful place to live full of so much variety and, and, and art and beauty. And sometimes I just allow myself just to soak in and be present, just the nature that he created for us. I was, I happened to be talking to a friend yesterday about skiing and how sometimes when you're up in a mountain and you're skiing, I feel God's presence. Cause I'm like, wow, like, look at how majestic this is. Like, yeah. This is beautiful. The scenery, the snow, the change of season, everything about it is reflects his glory. And then I'll think anything that man has created and anything that man has invented has come from God. So it wasn't man that invented the skis. It was God who put that idea in the mind of man to be able to enjoy the snow that God provides for us, you know, three or four months out of every year. And so when you start to think about God in terms of that, that everything he's created, everything that is good comes from him. Everything that is true joy, true happiness, pure, pure fun comes from the Lord. He's his gifts to us, his children that he loves. The creation points to the creator. Yes. Psalm 66, four says all the earth worships you and sings praises to you. They sing praises to your name. And Psalm 19, one says the heavens declare the glory of God and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. I love watching the sunsets at night because every single one is different. Every single day, it's a little different. And I'm like, Lord, you designed that today. You made that today. It's, it's just amazing. The Bible says nobody will have an excuse to say, I didn't know because look around the creation that we see, the beautiful world that we live in was created and designed by the creator. And he did it for our good. I mean, honestly, I, I think those people that live up there in Aspen and Colorado and, you know, in God's country, there's a reason they call it God's country because man has not spoiled it. It's just perfectly created. It's beautiful. God is the master scientist. He really is, but we've gone off topic. <laughs> well, not really, because we're talking about spending time really seeking God. So we talked about waking up early. We talked about worshiping, letting our first words out of our mouths be to God. So praying, reading the Bible, journaling, walking outside, prayer, walking, praise, walking, spending time, moving your body. It's not only good for your body, it's good for your spirit and your soul. And then memorizing a verse, setting your heart to memorize a verse, 
the verse is not to memorize it, to check it off a list, to have it in our mind, although it's good, but to have it in our heart. Because when doubts and fear and anxiety come, we have the word of God, which is our weapon. It's our protector. It's what God created to give us the tool he created to help us combat that. Yes. You know, we have negative thoughts that come in and out all day long. Like I know for me, they flow in and out and I have to stop them and remember who I am in the Lord. And oftentimes that's remembering a verse of scripture that redirects me onto a positive path and not the negative self-talk that can sometimes happen to all of us. It's about being united to the Lord on a daily basis so that we can be the best best versions of ourselves. And I came across this verse, Philippians 2, 1 and 2. It says, therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, and being in one spirit and of one mind. There's so much richness in this verse, but because first it's talking about being and sharing in a common spirit with the Lord. And it's talking about being one in spirit and one in mind. And that's a group of friends that you might have, like one in spirit with a group of friends and and, in one of mind with a group of friends. So like this Faith with Friends podcast, it's a group of friends who share faith, who share life and who share a love of God. And that's another way that we connect and we grow in the Lord is through our Christian friends, faithful friends that he's given us to do life with because he can sometimes speak to us through a friend. So if you, you have a community of believers that you can pray with and count on, that's another way of getting to know the Lord because he might speak to you through a friend. Well, I can, I can give testimony to that because I had a very difficult time in my life where you called me to share something that your son had told you. And I opened my Bible. I don't know if you remember this and you're reading and I'm like, no, but that's not wait, what is it? And you said the verse again. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm reading, but that's not what mine says. And then I said, what, what's the address? And you told me it's this book, this chapter. And I ended up closing my Bible because I was like, something's off here and just listening and paying attention to what you were saying. And then afterwards, I was very encouraged by it because your son's spiritual maturity and just an answer to prayer, watching how we pray for our kids. And it's so encouraging to hear when they're seeking God, when they're trusting God. But later on that day, when you had no idea the hard time, the painful time I was going through, I opened my Bible and I went back to that verse that I thought you had quoted. And when I read it, I cried my eyes out because I was like, Lord, this was a message from you. Like I knew God was meeting me exactly where I was. I had never read that portion of scripture before. And it was such a personal and accurate description of exactly what I needed to hear. So I think having not only friends for accountability, listen, you're having trouble with the morning routine, invite a friend. Hey, can we go on a walk together? And why don't we both bring a few verses that we can read while we're walking and let's pray for our families together. Or I'll call you in the morning and we can pray on Mondays and Thursdays, or just having someone that's in your life that you can call and say, look what I just read in the Bible. I was so encouraged by it. And sharing that really did change my entire outlook 
not only then, but now, because I clearly saw God reach through you, grab my face and say, focus on me. I got this. I'm with you. And it was just beautiful. And I mean, I'll never forget. It was a beautiful experience because I really felt like God was speaking directly to me and I wasn't listening. So he, he spoke to Mel (laughs) and Mel spoke it to me. That happens all the time. I can't tell you how many times I've had a friend out of the blue call me to tell me something, an encouragement that's happening in their life. But then in doing so, I know it's God speaking to me directly. I mean, countless times. All right. So it looks like we got a plan on paper. We have, we're going to wake up early. We're going to pray. We're going to worship. We're going to read a little bit of scripture. Hopefully you're going to go on our Instagram page and follow us, share with a friend, but click the link and download the free Bible reading plan and try it. Try it out for seven days. And you know what? Call a friend and say, hey, I'm going to forward this to you too. I want, let's do it together. And let's discuss the questions every day. Ladies, it can take you, it will take you less than 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. And you pray for each other and you leave. And if you're out there and you're saying, I don't know really how to pray, try what Mel said. Sit down by yourself, get out a piece of paper and write a letter to God. God, this is what I feel. It doesn't, it's not with fancy words. It's with this broken and contrite heart that he, that he hears. So sit down and write him a letter. This is what I'm going through. This is what I feel. And like Mel said, invite him into your day, but invite him into that circumstance. Show me where you are in this Lord. What am I supposed to be doing? What am I supposed to be learning? Invite God into every portion of your life and allowing him free reign of your heart making him the Lord of Lord and the King of Kings of your heart, meaning he is boss of you, inviting him and giving him that place. I humble myself and accept you as Lord and Savior of my life, of my heart, and of my every day. And watch and see how he won't turn things around. That doesn't mean your life becomes perfect. Is your life perfect, Mel? Far from it. (laughs) It's day by day. Right. But it empowers us to face each struggle day by day knowing that we serve a God that loves us, that has our best interest at heart, and that will sustain us even and especially during the hard and trying times. Exactly. Well, thank you for joining us today, Mel. I hope that you will be joining us a lot more often now that the kids are back in school and holidays are over. I'm so thankful for your friendship. I'm thankful for your faith in Jesus your walk inspires me every day. And Mel, if I don't say it enough, thank you for being my friend. Thank you for being my friend, Lisa. You're a true gift to me. And I'm so proud by what you're doing with this podcast and so encouraged every time I listen to it. Thank you. And would you pray for those people listening? Yes. Heavenly Father, you desire to have a relationship with each and every one of us. You stand at the door and you knock and we just need to open. Lord, I just pray for all of those listening who may be new to um, faith or who have just grown stale and could use some extra encouragement. Lord, I just pray that you fill their spirits with hope, that you grant them peace, and that you multiply their hours of the day so that they can have the time to sit with you and spend with you. That's one of my mom's prayers that I always love. She'll say, the Lord will multiply my time in the day. And you'll find that when you do sit with you, Lord, that you do that. You make sure we have time to get everything else done after we've given our time to you. And thank you for that, Lord. 
And I just pray that you would draw all of those listening close to you, speak to their hearts, share your spirit with them, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening, friends, and we hope to visit with you again next time. Thanks for joining us for today's Faith with Friends podcast. We hope you will like and subscribe as we continue the conversation. Follow us on Instagram at Faith with Friends. If you enjoyed this podcast, would you forward to your friends so our circle will continue to grow?